Welcome to the Woo Woo Woman podcast. My name is Shelly and I'm your host. I'm a self-taught astrologer, modern mystic, yogic guide, and women's empowerment coach living in the South Florida area. This podcast was created with the intention to share the tools, people, and modalities that have continued to help me shift and heal to up-level my life in efforts to inspire and encourage you to do the same. Thank you so much for being with me. Hello and welcome to the Woo Woo Woman podcast. Today I'm going to be touching on a topic that resonated with me from the very beginning of not only my spiritual journey, but also my spiritual um, offerings. And this is about money. Okay. There is this bit of back and forth with, um, the spiritual community as like, Oh, renounce money, renounce things of the material world. And yet at the very same time, there are deities that are, you know, from ancient times that invoke this spirit of abundance and wealth. And, you know, we're teeter-tottering in between these two, you know, not, not everybody I've, I've grown out of that, but it has been a topic that within the spiritual community, at least is felt right. It's like asking for money for your spiritual practices, asking for money for your spiritual courses, asking for money, um, you know, when teaching for yoga or offering your energy or offering your services. And we have to remember that money itself is not bad. Uh, it's, it's a means of currency. It's a means of energetic exchange. And, you know, isn't it amazing to think that you are doing what you feel you should be doing that is in alignment with your spirituality and being supported by it, by the monetary wealth in which our society functions? Like, come on, right? Um, you know, so it's a common belief that money and spirituality don't mix. And if you're within the spiritual community with me, you know, some people kind of feel like you shouldn't um, want money or you shouldn't want an overabundance of things or objects um, and that people who have money or want money are greedy or perhaps materialistic to some capacity. But this is the way that, you know, we really cause detriment within the spiritual community because, you know, in fact, it, it's it's such a silly thing to even be discussing now in you know where I am but where I was I you know could possibly resonate with those with those things but I couldn't disagree more now you know money is not you know energetically evil or greedy or materialistic it is essentially the means of currency that will allow us to step into more of who we are, right? So in my view, I feel like money and spirituality go hand in hand because when you feel that internal spirituality and that internal abundance, it manifests as physical abundance in your exterior world, in your physical world. So if there's anything within us that makes us feel like money is icky or gross or bad, We have a hard time creating that financial abundance that we so desperately desire in this lifetime because it's the means in which we are able to step into more of ourselves. And, you know, 
we need to go there, right? We need to go into the subconscious um, self-talk that might be going on in the background that is ultimately attempting to to take over our our wealth area in our lives, okay? And this is something that we need to kind of touch home base with. If if you want to know what your money story is, just check in with your current physical reality, okay? Like, do you feel like it's scarce? Do you feel like it comes and goes? Do you feel like you don't ever have enough? Like, where are you at? And, you know, if you secretly feel like um, you should keep money kind of like at arm's length, that you should never have an overabundance, or if you're guilty or feel guilty when you have a lot of money, uh, or maybe are feeling discouraged to make more money, you'll never really be at peace with the subject of money around you, right? And also, we're, we're kind of connecting all of this with, um, you know, not only the, the wealth that's within ourselves and how we see that as our net worth, but our spiritual growth as well, right? When we are supposed to be so spiritual and neutral to all things, and yet we have this really crazy money story that's manifesting itself in our lives. It's like, how can you really find that balance, right? And, you know, like I said, there are so many, so many different deities that are, you know, linked to financial wealth and abundance because this is our ability to share, right? When we feel energetically abundance and full, we give our energy out. And the same thing goes with financial wealth. Imagine if you have have an abundance of wealth where you can pay for your friends or you can donate more money to your charities or you could do things for people who have these needs. You are going to be that, that pivotal lighthouse to give. And as we give, we are also giving to ourselves. So the topic of money and spirituality is one in which I, I once again, don't um, see the difference between because I feel like everything is in alignment and congruent with one another. But the way in which you use the money is, you know, what we are really, really getting at when there is this discrepancy or this discord between financial wealth and abundance and spiritual growth. Okay. It's how you use it, how you choose to use your energy, which is essentially think about the way you use your physical energy. Where are you investing it? Is it in things that are going to, you know, be fruitful and are worth your energy or are they not? And the same thing goes with money. So just to bring it back, your soul and your birthright is infinitely abundant. Okay. You are a spiritual being having a human process in this human meat suit, and you're automatically and completely abundant in every single way. You have absolutely everything you need. Your spirit is wealthy. Your um, innate being is abundant, and you are inherently and and beautifully abundant and wealthy as your birthright. Now, it's through society that we've kind of like taken off these constructs because we live in a predominantly material world. Um, But the spiritual aspects of us is connected to true love, peace, and happiness. And that is what really um, makes us feel that abundance. So if you feel that there is like an essential part of you that is disconnected or poor, whether that be within love, peace, happiness, or bliss, it's time to go inward, okay? And this is the ego kind of like rearing its ugly head in the sense of the self that really allows us to have and experience those limiting beliefs financially 
and brings them into fruition into the physical world. And, you know, we, we have these limiting beliefs because in society we're told that there's a limited amount, that there's not enough, or that there's only enough for certain people. But that has been manipulated, y'all. Look into it, research it, investigate it. There is enough for everybody. There's enough land, there's enough water, there's enough food, but there are a specific group of individuals that hoard it for themselves um, and manipulate the um, you know supply and demand chain for their own financial wealth and gain, okay? So the spiritual world and the spiritual life is synonymous with an abundant life. And when we allow ourselves to identify as inherently abundant and wealthy, from within, we begin to attract that and we begin to manifest that abundance in the world around us, okay? So when we look at money, money is, is about expansion, right? And so is spirituality. So your soul wants to expand and grow and so do your money stories, right? And maybe they're money stories that you grow out of and maybe they're new money stories that you grow into, But, you know, this is, you know, a part of living a full life is going through this process. And does it mean that money makes everything perfect? Absolutely not, right? Does it mean that money makes everything better? Not necessarily, right? Is it your source of happiness? Absolutely not. But it does simply mean that money is a tool, right? Just like meditation and yoga and other practices in the spiritual world are a tool. Money is a tool that helps us step into a a, a better version of ourselves because we have the means to do so. Imagine if you had, you know, a plethora of money in the bank that has allowed you to deepen your spiritual practice and also share that spiritual practice with others. Imagine if you had a nine to five Monday through Friday, would you really still feel that spiritual wealth and the ability to make the time to also share that wealth? Probably not. Now, money is not the answer to everything, but money will allow you to step into more of who you are, okay? So if you're a greedy person, if you want more, that's it's going to make you more of that. If you're a spiritual person, it's going to make you more of that and it's going to allow you to, um, again, put in um, into the world what you obviously want to reap. Okay. And money is essentially neutral as an energy, right? It's, it's again, a means of currency that we've all agreed upon and we can get into this a little bit more in depth, but money is not backed up by gold anymore. Okay. Money used to be a promissory note that was backed up by gold, but now we just keep on printing this shit. Like it's, you know, anything. And it's at the core of it, just a piece of paper, okay? Um, and it's not, you know, making its own decisions in our lives. But, you know, the way in which we choose to use our money, the way in which we choose to invest our money is telling the universe where our priorities are with money, okay? And, you know, the thought processes that and the words that we use when speaking about money, all right? So it, it can serve people or it could be a disservice to people depending on how it, it is used and how, it's, it, how the transactions are. So, you know, your personal actions with money are responsible for all of that coming into fruition. So it really does have the opportunity to be an extension of who you are and, and ultimately what you are attempting to put out into this world. So... Although we have these um, preconceived notions of money, we have to go deeper than the superficialities of money itself and go into our deep subconscious mind as to what our stories about money have always been. 
and link that up with what all of our stories have been with regards to spirituality and spiritual practitioners and people who use their physical energy in relation to others as an exchange. And when we look at money as an energetic exchange as well, it's attempting to partake in something that is tangible outside of ourselves for something that we omit within. And this comes full circle because your self-worth is essentially connected to your net worth. And I talk about this a little bit. If you missed my Instagram live on how to manifest money, it's still posted up on my Instagram. Check it out. But when we begin to understand that it is all energy, everything is essentially energy and communication with one another, we aren't so attached to money as an object. We begin to see it as an energetic frequency. And when we understand the energetic frequency of money, we then in turn can feel what it feels like to feel abundant and wealthy within and simultaneously beginning to attract opportunities to generate more wealth in our lives and also understanding that sometimes we have to increase our prices. Now, this is something that I've battled with um, probably more so within the past year or two because the, the tarot readings can sometimes be energetically taxing for me, right? Because I'm exerting my energy, I'm tapping in, I'm channeling and I wasn't, when I placed the original prices, I wasn't in you know, um, you know, in a frequency of overwhelm, right? Because I wasn't, um, getting as many tarot card readings as I currently am, which I am so excited about. And it, it floors me and it excites me. And so many people have given referrals, um, to, to have a reading with me and I love it. And nothing makes me feel more whole and complete, but it's also, taking into consideration the other obligations that I have and telling myself, okay, I'm exerting this amount of energy and do I feel compensated, right? And as spiritual practitioners and as individuals who also share their energy, their vital energy with other people, whether that be through Reiki or yoga or whatever it is, we have to also ask ourselves that same question. Am I being compensated enough to go and move through this and carve out an hour of my day for somebody else? And not only that, but we also, as energetic you know, um, practitioners, we also feel that energy, right? So we have to do our own energetic clearing to ensure that none of that other stagnant energy from somebody else attaches itself to us. So this is a process and, you know, as of right now, I, I'm going to keep my prices the same, but I think come 2022, um, mid 2022, if, if the readings still are as um, abundant as they are, again, I'm so grateful for it. I may end up having to increase my prices because it is requiring me to get a babysitter now right? So I have that time to, to complete these readings. It is also requiring me to take out time out of my, you know, obligations within the home. And is that, you know, where I want to be now? So my life has changed from when I originally 
um, started doing tarot card readings in such a magnificent and empowering and beautiful way. But I also have to take into consideration my business and mold it and shape it to allow it to also function within, you know, what my current reality is in the home and within my family and within my life, right? And I'm transitioning into doing more courses in order to still give, but also um, give kind of like on an autopilot, right? Because there are courses and there's information that I haven't shared in the fashion that I have, and this is this is available to you. So knowing as a spiritual practitioner and as a giver of energy that we have to also evaluate how our business is structured and decide and maybe choose other ways to give that isn't energetically taxing all the time. Like for instance, when I do courses, I record that course one time and then we go through a couple of live you know, events depending on the course and maybe a little bit of one-on-one and then that's it, right? Whereas when I am doing that for clients through you know, private counseling or private coaching, I have to do that individually every single time. So I hope this podcast serves you if you are in the spiritual space or looking to dive into the spiritual space and also, you know, with the energy and the frequency of money, because I feel like that is really not only a theme that, that that's heavy for me, but for many others as well, as well as the energy of 2022. It's like stepping into your power, stepping into the realization of your birthright and your abundance and using the skills that spirit has given you, even if they're not in congruency with, you know, society's norms, but doing it anyway, sharing it anyway, because you know that you will in turn receive that energy back because where that energy is bubbling up and out from, from within you is authentic and it's connected to source and it's connected to God. So Love this so much and love you so much. If you're interested in connecting with me in any way, shape, or form, please DM me, please email me. And if you liked this podcast or any of the other podcasts that I've done, please make sure to like, subscribe, and share this with somebody that you know can totally, totally resonate. It gives me no greater joy than to connect with all of you and also to share a bit of my heart with you. I kind of feel like this is almost like a like a coffee talk or, or like a morning, you know, dialogue with my friends. And I love it. And I hope that you feel the same. Sending you so much love. So, so much love.